All right. Who's ready to get on the field and play some sports? This is another episode of Between Two Trains. I'm Mark Apple. And I'm Eric Moss. And today joining us is Melissa Anthony. She runs What Just Happened Sports. And I got to tell you, Eric, I'm super pumped. And that's probably the last sports analogy I'm going to make for having (laughs) Melissa here on the show with us today. Melissa, how's it going? Hey, guys, it's going well. So glad to be here and love what you do. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Mark shared with me, and we're having Melissa on. She's got a very cool business concept. Go ahead and share that with our audience. I was very excited to hear about it, but I want to hear from you. Tell us about your business. Sure, sure. So the name of the business is What Just Happened Sports. And I'll give you one guess as to why I named the business what just happened, right? So I was watching, you know, I'd be watching games with my husband, my sons, and I never understood what was happening. And so I decided there got to be other folks in the same boat as me. I found out that there were. And uh, so we went forward with what just happened sports. Very cool. So it's teaching people about the intricacies of sports. So football, for example, What does it mean to be third and short? What does it mean to be fourth and long? So on and so forth. Is that it? Yes, yes, yes. So um, uh, I knew that I couldn't have that sports conversation. I had always been in outside sales in the corporate world for many, many years. And uh, I grew up in Virginia. And Virginia, by the way, doesn't have any professional football teams. Uh, You know, we normally would root for the Washington team. Uh, there. So uh, didn't really get into professional football growing up, never dated any athletes, uh, uh, didn't play. And I personally didn't play any sports. I was a cheerleader for a while, but I didn't always know what I was cheering for. Um, So kind of got involved in thinking that it would probably be to my best interest to be able to have a sports conversation when I was in outside sales. I would go see folks um, and I might see an A on a wall. Was that was that A for the Atlanta Braves? Was it for University of Alabama? Couldn't have a conversation, you know, sort of felt like I missed out on establishing some rapport with my clients. So uh, did some research, found out that there are women who were in the same boat as me, especially ladies out in sales and in corporate, in corporate, uh, corporate America. Um, and, and also, though, moms and uh, 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 wives, significant others who just couldn't participate in the sports conversations. So, yes, we have classes to introduce women and often men. Men are always invited to come and learn more about sports. Uh, we, and we in our classes, we talk about uh, the history. Uh, we talk about teams, uh, how the business of sports, key players, uh, coaches from the past, uh, current uh, coaches and players who are exciting, who add to the game. So we just, you know, we always have an agenda and we, we share that agenda with our students and uh, we try to make sure we go through everything properly. It's it's so great. I, I love that you're talking about this and, and doing this. Who's teaching these classes, Melissa? Because you just told us you didn't grow up in sort of, you know, the sporting world. So um, either you're a quick learner and a lot of ESPN watching or uh, who's teaching? That's a great question. So I hire that part out because I'm learning oftentimes right along with our students. So, uh, you know, and the best way for us to find students is folks who come to our classes. So our classes is kind of interesting. We have folks who aren't very good and don't know a lot about sports, but then we have people who are crazy passionate 
about sports. So I pick on those folks and I, you know, ask them, hey, are you interested in teaching some of my classes? And uh, and usually they are because they're so crazy passionate. In fact, I have one lady who's just awesome, but I have to tell her to dial it back because she just, you know, she gets on sometimes these cool tangents and students love it, you know, about her favorite teams. And uh, we have to tell her, you know, let's dial it back a little bit because not everybody knows who, who you just mentioned and the play you just talked about. But, uh, you know, we always have great questions and uh, good interactions. So we have coaches. Uh, we have sometimes we have former athletes who come and join us as well. Is there a particular sport that gets more love from people that uh, they need to increase their knowledge? Oh, yeah. Football always. You know, here in Georgia, uh, so many folks are in, you know, we've got we've got our professional team. We have numerous uh, college teams. So it looks like folks just can't get enough of, of the Falcons and the Bulldogs and all the other teams based here in Georgia. So yeah, uh, football is definitely the first choice. In fact, as we move forward, we think we're gonna touch on football just about every uh, month. And we even, one of our instructors is even into fantasy football. So we're gonna start a whole fantasy football league uh, for our members. Well, I mean, you touched on, football is almost like a religion in the South. I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's seriously, it's, it's, you're born and bred in it. Or, or yes. you're very much outside of it. And there's there's one way, you know, in Atlanta uh, that you can quickly lose some credibility is if you if you see the uh, the A on the wall and you don't know if it's the Atlanta Braves or the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, right. You know, and um, I it's this this whole topic has a, a it's close and near and dear to my heart. So I, I played football and baseball at Notre Dame. Oh, did you? Um, very I cool. Did. I did. Wow. It was. Mm -hmm. It was it was an amazing experience. And normally, you know, Notre Dame, you know, people latch on to that and they're they want to talk about football. They want it more football than baseball. But um, people always make the assumption that just because I played there, I'm now the subject matter expert. And the reality is, is I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very difficult because there's so much information and so much access to sports. It's so tough to stay on top of things. Um, how do you focus and introduce people to this so that they're not drinking from a, you know, water, you know, a fire hydrant, you know, how do you, how do you introduce them and warm them up? You know, that's a really great question. So we have to, uh, we have to tell folks, my instructors thus far have really focused on um, a, a, a professional teams, though we have talked about Notre Dame, something that was kind of interesting about Notre Dame, I think it's like you all don't necessarily, are you part of any specific, don't, there's something different about Notre Dame, right? That you all we're, are. We're, we're independent. So we're, we're not, in a, we're not in a football conference. All non-football sports with the exception of hockey are in the ACC. Now we, when I was playing, we we're in the big East. Okay. Um, but, you know, basketball, baseball, we're now in the ACC. And, you know, there was this kind of situation back in 2011, 2012, where these mega conferences, where that's when Missouri joined the SEC and mm -hmm. all these mega conferences. And the fear was that the Big East was going to, to crumble and implode. And then mm -hmm. Notre Dame would be. So it all comes down to money. The reason why we're not in a conference, we make. <laughs> When, when we, for example, when we went to the playoff this past year, um, we didn't have to do any type of revenue sharing with the conference. 
and mm. um, and then when you get to broadcasting and licensing too, there's some things there. So strategically, Notre Dame's position to make a lot of money and benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely that is the that is a huge source of conversation and the topic of conversation here in the South because the SEC is very popular around here. S- yes, SEC is crazy popular. Uh, by the way, my husband grew up in Tennessee, so this is, you know, he's a Tennessee fan, so uh, he doesn't like to talk. I shouldn't say this, but he doesn't like to talk to anybody from Georgia. So I just, <laughs> well, no, cheers for Georgia, you know. <laughs> That's the rivalry in the East. So he's a volunteer. He's a- he is a ball. My son is a ball. So it's, it, you know, we, we have a divided household. I, I root for a team. I, I went to University of Virginia. And so, you know, I hate to say this, but football ain't our forte. So, uh, but, you know, I still cheer for UVA from on the ACC. And, you know, I, I, I'm not allowed to really cheer for anybody uh, here in, in Georgia from as far as the SEC is concerned. So, um, but yeah, but, you know, you bring up a great question. So far, we've mostly focused on pro teams. The good news about um, having online classes is that we are able to uh, give classes to folks um, right now, mostly we do classes that include folks up and down the Eastern seaboard. So we're able to pull in folks, you know, who uh, cheer, you know, have special teams and favorite teams. And usually that's more of a pro thing. Um, and so uh, we've been very fortunate and we just, you know, kind of stay on the pro teams, though we do spend a little time talking about college. And I think so, you need to have a college because that's a whole, uh, that's a whole animal in itself. Oh, it is. And people are so passionate. I mean, they people yeah. will easily get offended, you know, when you, I mean, I, people sometimes, especially Georgia fans. I mean, can we, can we pick on the Georgia Bulldogs real quick? Um, Melissa, I'm not sure if you've had the privilege of having a 50 year old man bark at you. Um, but I have, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, people are passionate about sports. And men and women alike, I mean, there's, I don't, but it's just, it's down here. It's almost like if you're not, if you don't know at least how to talk the talk, it's going to be hard to walk the walk. And, um, but you, you focus, it's primarily from a business context, right? That you're counseling and and coaching folks. Well, well, so now as far as our customers are, you know, our students are concerned, um, we are going, I, I, I lived the experience of not being able to have the sports conversation at work. And by the way, let me back up and say that many years when I was an outside sales for a telecom company, uh, 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 which ended up becoming Sprint, um, I asked the only woman who was a VP at the time to, uh, she was a sales VP, um, to, you know, mentor me at lunch. And I said, hey, you know, how are you handling these conversations where you're the only one in this meeting, this, you know, this company was growing like mad. It was, you know, it's just craziness and um, uh, just, you know, just, you just never knew what my, anybody might say at any national meeting. And so anyway, she said, these are the two things I do. She said, I read, this is before the internet was hot. And she said, I read Sports Illustrated cover to cover and I read uh, Time Magazine cover to cover and I'll never be left out of any conversation. So I always knew, you know, we, women, we have to make sure that we stay on top of things that are relevant. And here in Georgia, yes, I think you described it perfectly, Eric. Sports is a religion, especially here in Georgia and in other states as well. 
So, uh, but you know, so yes, it's up to us to keep ourselves in, you know, involved in the conversation, to know what's going on in the news, to know what's going on in sports, so that we do maintain uh, our relativency. Is that a word? Relativency. Rel- we might have to ch- cut that. <laughs> so we do ma- maintain um, our um, uh, our our status and our importance when we're having conversations. Well, and that's that's kind of why I asked about the clientele because I would imagine that this doesn't just have a professional benefit, but I mean, if in the dating world, I mean, this certainly is just something that, again, if you could just speak a little bit about um, things, you know, and speak intelligently and from a source of, of you, you actually know what's going on and know what's happening, that can, be, that can transform a whole conversation, right? I mean, Absolutely. When we were doing our our test marketing, I talked to a a gentleman. He was probably in his 20s. And I said, you know, hey, what do you think about women who understand sports? And he said, gosh, he said, right now, my girlfriend sits and watch watches my brother and me um, watch football all day Saturdays. She doesn't know a thing. She's a, you know, she's a good girlfriend. I feel bad because she doesn't get any of what she's doing. So she's just a devoted girlfriend who's sitting there watching, not understanding a thing. So yes, I would love for her to understand more about sports. So that's one category. There's, there's the, um, there's, you know, the sports widow wife who, you know, and after you've been married for a while, some ladies are like, okay, I'm going shopping. This is fine. This is a good time for me to do me, you know, get a mani pedi, but right. A lot of women who would love to sit there with their hubbies and, you know, watch sports. But I also think that they're the sports moms and grandmas. Um, I have one friend who says that, you know, lots of times, you know, moms are at football games watching their sons and now daughters and now daughters. Um, There's a lot of flag football going on in Georgia. Um, so a lot of women are watching and just don't know what they're what they're watching. So they go ask another mom or they ask a child later on and they may or may not comprehend, you know, students, you know, kids, our kids don't explain things the way we always need for to understand, you know, that reverse mentoring. So, um, yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of categories. There's the personal as well as the professional that we need to be on top of sports. All righty, Melissa and Eric, I am going to take a break and go to the concession stand. I think that you all should do the same and we'll be back here in just 30 seconds. You can't see me, but right now I'm doing a Google search for the services your business provides and your website is nowhere to be found. Why is that? Did the person that created your website understand your goals and create a business strategy that considered your return on investment? I'm guessing not. Don't let this keep happening to your local business. Schedule your free marketing consultation at forwardpush.com and we'll help you be found online. That's forwardpush.com. And we are back. It is the second half of our conversation with Melissa Anthony from What Just Happened Sports. And this has been really eye-opening. I know for myself, uh, there was a period in my life where I religiously read the sports paper every Monday morning to make sure that I could have some conversations with people on throughout Monday. I'd watch ESPN. I'd watch the sports news because I wanted to make sure just like it sounds like your clientele, Melissa, that I wanted to have that conversation. So if someone did say to me, did you see the dogs play on Saturday? I could at least say one thing about a play 
that happened or a player and make some kind of comment. So uh, I think it's what you're doing is pretty cool. And there's definitely a need for, for it, no matter if you're male or female on that end. So really encouraging. Well, that's cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that guys are, are doing those kinds of things too. You know, I once um, talked to a friend of mine and when I told her about what just happened sports and she and I had been in sales together, she said, Oh my God, Melissa, I wish I had known that you were doing this. She said, because I used to watch sports center at night and call my brother the next day on my way to the appointment that I was going on just to make sure I understood what I saw on sports center. So, you know, we all have ways that we have to keep track of uh, what's going on. You know, there's, there's Facebook pages, there's Facebook groups, you know, now there's even you know clubhouse. So there's all kinds of ways that folks are learning about and keeping up with what's the latest and greatest in sports. Well, it's, it's such an interesting industry and a topic here in Georgia that's, that's, popular is the introduction of sports betting legally in the state. And I'm, you know, I come from a banking background that, you know, professionally, and there's a lot of people, banking's a big area. I work with small businesses, but there are people on wall street that are very good with quick math and quantifying things to be able to trade. A lot of the young talent, Melissa, coming out of college is not going into banking, not doing these high, they're going into sports betting. And it's because they have the ability to process so much information and process data. I was listening to the radio and this is exactly, I think, why your business has so much value, not just for people who don't know the sport, but also people who do know the sport, but just need help committing to processing the information. They say that people who have the ability to process information are better at their jobs because of the the neurological brain pathways that they create as they're doing that from like a hobby standpoint. I mean, do you see that? I mean, what am I, am I in left field here with, uh, with that? Well, you know, that's actually a perfect segue to a program that we are now uh, setting up. Um, this summer, I play a lot of tennis. And so uh, this summer, uh, you know, wasn't much else that we could do. So I played with a, a girlfriend of mine who is a, a former sports reporter. And so uh, she's worked for ESPN, BET, a number of different sports uh, uh, channels. And she said, hey, why don't we do something to introduce kids to the front office positions within sports? And so I said, you know, I had to process that for a little while because, you know, I was really trying to work with women in tennis. So, I mean, women in sports. And so we decided to start a new program called Going Pro. And going pro will introduce kids to the front office positions in sports. So right now we are uh, working with the Atlanta Public Schools and the Atlanta Falcons to introduce kids to numerous positions in sports. Uh, The Falcons are bringing on uh, about four of their folks, uh, their staff members to talk to kids with APS virtually. But But the types of positions, to go back to your point, uh, there are so there's you know there are data positions. There are um, uh, statistical positions. There you know there's physical therapy positions. There's general managers positions. All of those positions. We want kids to know that you know there's so much more to sports than being the you know the uh, uh, wide receiver for the Falcons, right? So we want them to know, hey, there's so much more, and these kids are good at math. They they can process things well, and they just don't know you know, what to do with that. They don't have a job in mind that that can take advantage of those skills that they have. 
So, you know, I think you're exactly right. I think that, uh, you know, within sports, there's so many ways that things can be processed quickly, so much information to be processed quickly. Um, and I think we are going to try to help kids to direct kids into some of the careers that will allow them to do that kind of thing. Um, I'm curious, you mentioned the next generation. And I, you know, I used to coach kids growing up and it's just so interesting, the different trends and what kids are interested in. And you got the pandemic and what are kids doing now? Um, there's a whole new, and it's not sports language, but it's a language that a lot of people don't understand in video games. Mm. Um, I, that's a completely different segment, but it's, have you ever considered expanding the business? I mean, there's so much that you can do with this concept, Melissa. It's really genius. And I applaud you for putting it into action and, and, but I mean, is that a segment video games? I mean, esports is kind of an evolution. I mean, is that an area of growth for y'all? It is on the roadmap. We've thought about it. And Eric, we can certainly talk offline more about this because I'm always up for ideas and, <laughs> and business ideas. <laughs> we right. can talk more, you know, ironically uh, for this program, this going pro program, we are looking for sponsors. And so I reached out to a couple of uh, e-game uh, uh, organizations, companies yesterday, because, uh, you know, I think that's real. Uh, folks have asked me, hey, will you put together an event uh, with just esports because it is so big. I mean, it's just crazy. So yeah, I've um, you know very interested in, in moving you know into looking into that and and helping women learn more about you know these games and exposing women to these games. So yeah, that's you know those things are very real, very real high tech kinds of things that you know uh, uh, a lot of moms and a lot of corporate ladies aren't too into. But you know we need to know more about those things. Mark, I feel like I've been hogging things. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you dropped that you were a Notre Dame football and baseball player, I just decided to sit back a little bit. And uh, I've had SportsCenter on on mute in the corner, and I've been just watching that so I can keep up here. I'm oh, being a ball hog. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love what Melissa's doing. I like where you were going with the e-games. I know there's a whole e-game leagues, and if, you know, YouTube channels of people playing live have, you know, thousands and thousands of people watching these streams live it's a whole big you know arena that's that's opening up so it's it's not just sports on the field anymore and mm -hmm. certainly what melissa's talking about on the opposite end is the front office um just what's capable there because we all we all can't be on on the field at, at that level of professional athlete but if you've got the smarts to to do the math or the stats or the accounting or even just the the marketing or, or any position in a front office, which nowadays that staff on the front office sometimes is bigger than the amount of people that are on the field at some point. So there, there's a lot of opportunities. And I think that's incredible to get young people to know that it, it is much more than just, you know, lacing up a pair of shoes that there's. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, we want kids to, we want kids to know that they can be owners. We want young girls to know that they can be owners of teams, you know, to think about it. So, um, you know, our Instagram page, we try to profile lately uh, uh, women in sports and women who are GMs and uh, who have marketing, uh, you know, CMOs. So, yeah, there's there's so many different opportunities out there that we do need to let kids know about. And uh, because, uh, you know, it's been traditionally not diverse as, as it could be, but I think there's all kinds of opportunities for all kinds of folks to participate at different levels. What, 
what is the Instagram page? Give a little shout out there. Oh, sure. Thank you. It's plain old what just happened sports. What ju- at what just and, happened uh, sports. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. At what just happened sports. And by the way, uh, Lulu is uh, my Yorkie. You might have heard her barking in the background. I'm not sure. Every Wednesday, Lulu has something to say about sports. Uh, she probably gets more likes than uh, the other stuff, <laughs> our, our, our other posts. But yeah, so we've got uh, we've got Lulu every Wednesday and we try to profile uh, someone in sports. And lately we've been profiling women in sports uh, on Mondays and uh, Fridays. It's such a cool it's such a cool uh, time, I think, for women in sports. There's you look at some of the big players, you know, in, in women's sports and with the Olympics coming up, that's a huge thing that just everyone can, it's a, everyone can rally, you know, behind. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say, what would you say to, what would you say to, to somebody who's just sports, isn't their thing. Maybe they know they, they may, or maybe they see, maybe there's some use, but they just, they're not passionate about it. They're not interested. I mean, how do you, what's, what's your pitch to them? You know, um, I would tell them that it's probably up to them to still try to learn as much about sports in spite of the fact that, uh, they aren't very interested. And I think that once they start, uh, getting involved in, and watching a little bit more and reading a sports page or two, uh, you know, uh, join what just happened sports, our membership, which is coming soon. I think that they will find that the more they, they learn, the more uh, interest that they'll have. So it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's a, they will learn over time the things that they need to know. So it, it's worth their while and it won't hurt a thing. Um, but yeah, we've heard that before. And, uh, you know, we have some ladies who really don't have much to say in our meetings, but, you know, we, once again, we try to, we have some pretty uh, exciting um, instructors who can't, who just get people fired up. And we try to get people engaged, like, for example, uh, during our football 101 and 201 classes, we uh, assign, well, we actually ask people to pick a professional football team and come back the next week and present to the group uh, some specific specific information about that team, like, you know, uh, key players, uh, how much money are they bringing in, what's the name of their um, stadium, um, you know, fun facts. So we try to get people to uh, get involved at different levels just so they can, you know, answer some questions, uh, do a quick presentation. And, you know, and then, you know, you can kind of see the light bulb going off. You're like, oh, OK. Or the light switch coming on. You see the light switch coming on. And so, uh, you know, I, th- I think they just have to give it a try. I usually tell them, just give it a try. You'll be pleasantly surprised. You know, uh, when I was uh, first starting out professionally, I was, you know, fresh out of college. I was very comfortable with any type of sports talk, mm-hmm. but it, it isolated me from a lot of people at work professionally who just weren't into sports. And mm-hmm. when I was dating my now wife, she was all into E and Bravo and Real Housewives and keeping up with the Kardashians. And I had absolutely no interest. That just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching just because it was something my wife was interested in. I started watching with her. And I got to be, I got to the point where, um, you know, now professionally, if I'm meeting somebody, we're not talking about business stuff, we're just building relationship. I can just kind of throw things out there Mm -hmm. and see what they're interested in. And that is, that has unlocked so many doors for me with people from a relationship building standpoint, 
you know, I can say, oh, you know, Real Housewives, which one's your favorite? Do you like Dallas? Do you like the new Utah? Do you like Atlanta? Do you like OC? Do you like New York? You know, all that. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and I don't know anything really beyond that, but people, it's just, people open up because it's a mutual, it's just, it's, it's amazing. There's conversation. And, and, and again, I have a lot of admiration for you to recognize that through your own experiences and then go and, and put it into, put it into reality here. It's a pretty cool thing. Well, Eric, I, I mean, I think that's pretty cool that you took the time to try to go learn what you're, what's important to your wife. And, you know, and it does just, you know, just having a, a broader, um, um, I guess, uh, a broader view of what's out there, you know, and, and opportunities, it, it does open doors. It opens up opportunities and it just lets you know, hey, um, uh, you know, I'm interested in you. I hear you and what you say is important. So, and, you know, and I want to establish a better relationship. And that's, and I think that's part of what we try to do with what just happened sports. We want women to understand just what you picked up on. So that's very cool. That's That's great. And so you definitely have two fans here, Melissa, and I know we probably gained a few more just by listening to this podcast. So now we're going to put you on the spot here, a little game that we play with all of our guests. And I'd like for you, to only answer this question with one word, how would you best describe yourself or your business? Only one word, please. Professional. All right. I love that. So how can people get in touch with you and what just happened sports to find out more information, learn about all the classes that you're teaching and certainly what's happening with uh, Atlanta public schools and the Falcons. Where can we get that? Um, great. Thank you for asking. Um, so our website is whatjusthappenedsports.com, and they can read about the Going Pro program. There's a tab on the website about that. Uh, they can always check us out on Instagram under at whatjusthappenedsports. Our Twitter handle is wjhappensports. That's wjhappensports. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, we're on Facebook, what just happened sports for both. Um, and, uh, they can email me at M Anthony at what just happened sports.com. They can call me too, if they want, can I drop my phone number? Is that okay? Is that recommended? Okay. My, it's okay. So my phone number is 770-778-1715. All right. That is, that is professional. Indeed. You've got all the, all the platforms covered. That's, um, that's pretty elite. It's it's exciting stuff. What you got, what you got going on. And, um, I'm, I'm thrilled. Mark, I don't know if my excitement bubbled over, uh, you know, on this audio, but, um, I, I was, I was very tickled by this, this whole conversation. Well, I've got a question for you guys. So, so, uh, Eric, what position did you play at Notre Dame? So I was the, I was the punter. I was the punter under under Charlie Weiss era. And so a lot of Notre Dame fans know that I was playing a little more than I should have been. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was also a pitcher. Uh, I was a starting pitcher in baseball. So that's about the least amount of work that you can do and still get all the gear. So it was pretty sweet (laughs) for me. (laughs) And what that's that that those are very cool, really cool. And what about you, Mark? Did you play in high school or, or college? 
No, neither. Okay. Neither, neither, neither. My my sports career ended probably in around the third grade with T-ball at the YMCA. Okay. <laughs> well, you were being a brainiac, so, you know, and being creative. So that's, you know, I get that too. And Eric, not saying that you weren't. So you were mixing the two, Eric. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I, had to, I had to learn a lot off the field, you know, but it's, you know, I think tying it back to what we were talking about, it's, I was very, you know, concentrated with what I was comfortable, you know, talking about. And so mm-hmm. it's about diversifying you know, in a conversation and from a relationship building standpoint, professionally, business-wise, how do I appeal to other people? Because Eric cares about sports, but Mm -hmm. do other people, some people don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I I know there's a lot of people who really just don't care about sports, but I can't tell you how many times professionally people hear, oh, wow, Notre Dame, you you played there. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. we're talking, building relationship. And then six months later, I get a, a, you know, business from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing and, and so i you know when when mark shared with me the 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 you know the business i just immediately saw the value and was just very very thrilled to be a part of this here well thank you thank you definitely and this certainly has been a touchdown home run and goal <laughs> of an episode Melissa from What Just Happened Sports. Thanks for being on Between Two Trains. My name's Mark Apple. Eric Moss, signing off. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you.